back with another episode of the Teen Table Talks. I'm Selena. I'm Maggie. I'm Ava. And I'm Matia. Yay! Yay! Okay. Yeah, Matia is another special guest that we have on. So do you want to introduce yourself a little bit? Sure. What's there to say? Uh, my name is Matia. I'm in grade 11. I'm in IB like all these ladies. I don't know. I'm kind of neurotic. I like to read books. <laughs> I have my own podcast that we that I do with my best friend that we're just finishing up our first like season of it so that's fun no way wait how did they not know this (laughs) well we kind of made the podcast and then decide we're not actually really gonna like advertise it quote-unquote advertise so Mm. it's out there do you want to what's it it? called (laughs) same minds pod or just same minds we'll have to check it out wait how would you spell that same and mind so s-a-m-e-m-i-d-m-i-n-d-s i can't spell oh same mind okay okay yeah okay okay cool why am i literally shocked i did not know this (laughs) okay um yeah anyways today we're gonna be talking about feminism as a very, 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 very broad term for <laughs> yeah. what we're going to be talking about. We have so much to discuss. Mm-hmm. But before we do that, we, okay, we want to do this. Oh, well, you know, you know what I just remembered? You know Selena's how his mind is just all over the place. Know. <laughs> no, you know what I just remembered? How, uh, for the guys' episode. No, I I think I'm thinking the exact same thing as you. They forgot to from the guest segment. Matthew, no. Matthew and I have no idea. No. Oh my god, I forgot about. I've, no, I was literally them. just thinking about that. Okay, it's fine. Okay. Sure. Anyways, maybe we can add it in because their episode is later. Oh, good idea. Let's tell them to be like Matthew. They're talking about every time we have a guest on, we do like a little guest segment, and the guys forgot to do it when they filmed their. Uh, or when they recorded their basketball episode got it okay yeah. okay make a mental note to tell them about to read to record okay anyway so we're gonna do it with Mattia. okay so basically the whole idea is that you should tell us <laughs> what are your five things and I hate that we say things and I think we should come up with a better word for it because it's like mm. did you listen to our to episode eight like the one with our first I guest did right yeah so I think I have an idea of what you're talking about okay like okay, your good. favorite things almost yeah but it's like it's, it doesn't have to be a thing like it can be a feeling you know yeah but yeah go ahead Ooh. okay favorite thing five feels like a big number <laughs> sorry <laughs> all good all good no uh I think walking in the rain <gasps> Ooh. <laughs> very umbrella or no umbrella Ooh, uh depends on the other temperature like oh interesting yeah you know if it's cold I don't want to be wet okay heavy or light rain either <laughs> that's a lot of follow-up questions for this <laughs> I will say I did one time in the rain go out with my friend and we took my camera and that is the most anxious I've ever been because I was oh. like you know how much I paid for this camera? I'm doing the most stupid thing I could possibly think of right now. I remember you took some pictures, right, and posted them? Yes. I remember them. They were so cute. Very, very nervous the oh. entire time. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We're at one. Wow. Okay. Yes. Uh, two, finishing a good book. Mm. Mm. The end of a school year. Oh, 
Yeah. Yeah. That's a good feeling for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When someone sends you memes, <laughs> just out of the blue. So cute. I love that. I also really like being on people's private stories. I just like want to know what's going on <laughs> with other people. Wow. <laughs> That's what so I've never thought of. True. Okay. Love that. Um, okay. So should we get into the content now? Sure. Okay. So, um, feminism, very much broad. Uh, let's just start off with, do you guys have any initial thoughts about what we're going to talk about? Like, do you guys have a topic that you want to address right now? Like all of them. (laughs) (laughs) I know, um, Ava and I, we recorded an episode with Cam and Uday about mansplaining, which is kind of feminism. Um, so I don't know, it feels weird that we're doing like, that That was such a specific sub-feminism topic that we recorded and now we're just going at the whole thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're going to cover like, every aspect of feminism. Every single one. <laughs> yeah. We'll be here for a very long time. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I think Might a good place to start is probably intersectionality. Mm-hmm. I looked that up a while ago, but would you mind like explaining it a little bit more? Yeah, so intersectionality is basically trying to understand the world with like the lens that your social identities can overlap. So if you can have discrimination and that can sort of compound. So it's that you can be female and then also black and then also trans, right? So that mm-hmm being sort of discriminated in multiple ways can have a larger effect. And I feel like that's a good place to start because when we talk about feminism, it's easy to say like, oh yeah, you know, it's about equal rights for through gender. Mm-hmm. But then like, you can't really separate it from like racism or anything else. Cause like right. a big thing in feminism is the suffragette movement where it's, we want the right to vote. Mm-hmm. And women got the right to vote in the 1920s, but then indigenous women still couldn't vote until 1924. Mm -hmm. Asian American women couldn't vote until like 1952. Mm -hmm. Black women couldn't vote really until like 1965. These historical dates are really impressive. Wow. (laughs) Hang on. I have like a document. No. (laughs) Oh my God. I totally agree. That's something that I've thought a lot about, especially because there are so many, let's just say men who are very like anti-feminist. And that is something that they bring up time and time again, that like, oh, you want equal rights? Well, you're allowed to vote. No one's stopping you from doing that. Like you have all the same rights as men, as we do, you know? (sighs) Drives me crazy. Yeah. I hate it. I will say I've never met anyone who's like, I'm not a feminist. Well, nobody wants to admit that. Right. Then you just sound like a douche. (laughs) No, one of my favorite pastimes when I'm bored, I don't do this very often, but sometimes I just feel the need to. There's um, an Instagram account, Feminist. I think it's Feminist. Can't really remember anymore. Um, I go into their comment section and just like go off at everyone in the comment section. (laughs) And it's like, it's so fun because I know I'm right. Like I'm... (laughs) My belief in feminism and like the way that I support it is so firm 
that like I can really argue anything in those in that comment section and it feels so empowering to just mm, you know and this is why you're going into law yes no I don't I don't know man I think that would be one of my top maybe not top five but one of my top things you know if I was ever on our podcast I admire you so much but you also scare me so much oh my god (laughs) thank you thank you I'll take that as a compliment I love being scary (laughs) (laughs) literally every single time we either like we hear through the grapevine that we have an inkling like someone's like oh like they do something that kind of implies that they're scared of Maggie and then we tell Maggie she's like Oh my thank God. you, thank you. What a compliment. Yes. You know, when I first met Maggie, I was actually so intimidated. <gasps> I was I like, that. Oh, oh, what? <laughs> I swear. <laughs> that kind of makes me sad though. But <laughs> I don't know. I can't, I can't actually decide if I like that or not. Okay, wait, to tie this into the feminist thing, mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of... Mm, how do I word this? Women being called aggressive and men being called oh. aggressive are two very different things. Mm. There are probably like many guys we know who would be labeled as aggressive, but are not because they're just guys. So yeah. many come to mind right now. So many. <laughs> <laughs> but to drop a diss track. <laughs> we, yeah, we need to hear that. But yeah, I think something that I've at least had discussions about was like especially like the media the media's portrayal um and their their diction when they describe men and women I find that a lot of the times women like Ava said are described as like aggressive or like calculating or very I don't there's so many adjectives that I could just throw out there while men they're just they just word the same thing completely different and just paint them in a totally different light it's like they say oh sorry I was gonna say it's like men are um like well planned or something strategic yeah yeah strategic that's what it is Uh uh-huh and that's not even only in the media I find that actually happens a lot in real life um sometimes it's harder to be aware of that but I don't know just so many things about feminism well not about feminism but like I don't know, just I just know that so many of these things that we're gonna discuss today is just boiling my blood. It just I'm so angry right now. Just talking about it. Oh gosh, yes. Um I feel like yeah, you go. I feel like the media does like it's there there's a high eye of scrutiny on everyone in the media though, but especially so on women and the vocabulary I agree is very different. Mm -hmm. I think something we could also talk about is like the beauty standards and like the scrutiny of the way women present themselves in the media. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, for like, sure. It's harsh, and we talk about we can talk about like uh, just beauty standards in general. Like for a long time, it was like the thin model, and then mm-hmm. I'm losing my train of thought. Oh my right. gosh! <laughs> no, that actually that really blends into the whole thing about um, intersectionality, and like so much. Uh, I don't know. If this is accurate and I'm making very big generalizations here but I've seen a lot in the media like maybe women of color or just people of color actually they just aren't portrayed as desirably I don't know do you know what I'm talking about as like white women 
Where and it's like the conventionally attractive is like right? your thin, non-disabled, white. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And especially, um, I think the media, again, like their use of words to describe, I, I can't talk right now. I need this <laughs> to be cut out. And I'm not kidding this time, okay? <laughs> cut the whole thing out. I'm, I know they're going to leave that in. I cannot speak. Okay. I'm just going to stop. <laughs> okay. Has to finish my thought for me. Yeah, um, again, with the whole how Matteo was saying about um, what is like conventionally the most attractive thing, something that I started paying more recent attention to is specifically Eurocentric features on people and how in Western culture, I think the conventionally attractive thing is to have um, like big eyes, small pointy nose, um, full lips, I think. Like, I don't even know if that's accurate, but I'm, I'm just like, I just feel like I know. And um, I found that a lot of non-white people who were maybe getting more popular in Western culture or blowing up are people who do have more Eurocentric features than other people of their race. And that's just so interesting to me. And as much as I do see that, and another thing, not to bring in my obsession about Blackpink again, but um, I that's another thing that I really, really like about them is because obviously they're all South Korean, or one of them is Thai, but they're all Asian women, yet they are still here like blowing up and it's just nice to see someone out there on the big screens that doesn't necessarily have those Eurocentric features you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that that's reminds really- me there was something going around that was like name like five um prominent Asian American people that I you know that. and I, I kind of did a double take I was like wait <laughs> like you know, like it, it was kind of sad that I struggled to think of even five people. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's so sad. I, I feel like even especially in the Western music industry, I would say, mm-hmm. I think in acting, um, obviously it's still like very, very little, but there are people who I can think of, you know, like Constance Wu, um, Lana Condor, et cetera. Two, but it, what? <laughs> you just listed two, etc. Oh, name more. I dare you. Okay. okay, wait. One more. I can think of is Lucy Liu, Aquafina, Aquafina. Yeah, Seaman. Henry Henry Golding. Mm-hmm. Love Henry Golding. <laughs> the whole Ocean's Eight cast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so there's not that much, but I feel like in music especially, mm-hmm. it's a lot more white dominated and there's even a lot of black artists getting out there now. Mm-hmm. But anyways, that's like not anything to do with feminism. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, anyways. How do you guys feel about the idea of like pretty privilege? Have you heard that term before? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think that kind of ties into what um, Ava and Selena were talking about just now. I think actually a lot of the more, po- I don't really, this is not really, this is deviating from feminism a lot, but a lot of the mm, 
people of color that do make it big in the, I don't know, music industry, acting industry, whatever, they do have, they tend to have Eurocentric features. Like even though they aren't European in any way or Caucasian in any way, Mm -hmm. they tend to have like bigger eyes or they're like super skinny or like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Just what the West views as quote unquote beautiful. And that kind of, I think that pretty privilege gets them somewhere and that helps boost them to fame or whatever. Yeah, for sure. Another thing that um, I was thinking about earlier today, which kind of goes along with that, is I keep seeing TikTok slash memes on Instagram, not memes, but things on Instagram about how it literally is so frustrating to see how men treat conventionally unattractive women compared to attractive women. That's so, it makes me want to vomit. You know what? I think a lot of the messaging we get is that women are important because they're beautiful. And like a lot of things really creepily correlate like your physical appearance to how valuable you are. Mm. Like even when we talk about like the body positivity movement, which I think is great. Mm -hmm. A lot of it focuses on letting everyone feel beautiful, which although it's good, still kind of places the value of women on their ability to be beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. I, I didn't really think of that. That's a really interesting point to bring up. Yeah. Um, I have a story to share on the uh, pretty privilege topic. So the other day I was talking to a woman who I will leave unnamed, <laughs> um, who's older, I'd say about 60. And I was telling her about how I was looking for a job. And she told me, oh, well, you're very tall and skinny and pretty. So you'd be a really good waitress. You should Stop, go what? waitress job. And I was like, I'm sorry, can you repeat that, please? <laughs> didn't, like, she actually said that to my face. Yeah. That's and I was speechless. I, like, I didn't know what to say. Yeah. Like, that's absolutely ridiculous that you think, I should go for a job because I look a certain way. Mm-hmm. Like, are you kidding me? Really? I've kind of heard similar things in like the more artistic sports, like dance, um, gymnastics, or like rhythmic gymnastics and like figure skating. I, I've heard coaches. Okay, for example, everyone knows Abby Lee Miller, right? She <laughs> has told her dance. No, just just like you know, <laughs> from Dance Moms, she's like, oh, you have the right look to be on my team or whatever. And that's like, not super tall, um, skinny. Oh my. It's her phone, her home phone. <laughs> I swear it goes off every single time. Anyways, Abby Lee Miller. She tells her dancers, like if they have the right look to be on her team. Anyways. <clears throat> um, yeah, and I've, I've seen videos of like, um, for example, Russian figure skating coaches telling their students or um, the figure skaters, oh, like you have, you have a really pretty face, like that's going to get you somewhere. That's going to help you do well. And I don't know, do better. Just. That's so frustrating. All these pauses. I got my vaccine today. I'm blaming you on the vaccine. My brain is working at 2%. Okay. (laughs) No, yeah, it's so frustrating that, for example, let's take figure skating. 
they place this value of how they're going to succeed on their face other than like and not their actual skill that they've trained probably years and years for wasn't that like from the movie i tanya did you guys ever watch that no i didn't i tried to but it was just not it for me i couldn't make it past the first 20 minutes i i'm not sure if i remember this correctly but i think it was like they didn't think she was pretty enough to be a figure skater but then she ended up like being really really good and like have amazing talent but everybody told her she couldn't do it i don't know but it was a good movie do we think this is a result of a patriarchal society where men are just like they kind of are the ones that instill this notion of beauty upon women what do we think about that just a hypothesis I mean, I think most things can be traced back to the patriarchy <laughs> in some way or another. I feel like it's not a stretch to say that it is, especially since like a lot of the focus on being attractive or like being presentable takes up a lot of time, takes up a lot of money. And like a lot of men benefit from women feeling insecure in their own bodies, which is then pushed by that mm-hmm. again. And again, it's back to that idea of like women are valuable because they're beautiful. Mm-hmm. Which even as we talk about sort of like the idea of pretty privilege and that you can get places because you're pretty, being pretty also opens you up to like a lot more sexual harassment and unwanted attention from men. Yeah. Oh my, that is a whole other topic that, oh my gosh. Okay, one of my questions for this was actually, okay, what would you say to men who say that getting catcalled or objectified is a compliment? That is not a compliment. Fun fact, literally the other day I was running, I was running on a new route on a bigger road with more cars and guess who got catcalled? But I don't actually know if I did get catcalled. I think I did because my earbuds were in and my music was blasting really loud. But I'm pretty sure I did and it was disgusting because it was really hot that day and I wasn't wearing a lot. And there's just a dude in a pickup truck looking at me said something extremely loudly from the other side of the road and made me really uncomfortable and like I think the city that we live in is pretty like it's a suburb it's it's not super scary quote-unquote to live in um and I don't know it just makes me feel weird that I can't even go out on a run without being seen as an object that is so shocking wow Oh my god. Moment of silence. <laughs> Moment of silence for Mickey, please. Um it's it's scary. And it's scarier to think that a lot of the guys in our lives think it's not a problem. I know. <laughs> I know we're all thinking this one crazy. Um yeah, I think did we already address this on the podcast one time? I don't I know. I feel like we- it got cut out. Okay, well, we're re-saying it again because oh. One time at school, me and Maggie were chilling in the hallway. And this was during Sorry. Absolute grammar freaks, freaks. by the way. <laughs> okay, not really me. I feel like it's more them. But, um, there was under the bus, why don't you? <laughs> yeah, anyways, um, this was during that one period of time. I don't know if you quite remember. It's where everyone was posting about feminism and 
woman. I think it was um, after Sarah Everard from the UK. Right. But... <laughs> you did not. You did no. not just do that. Okay. I didn't mean this as a gun. I just like. Oh, you didn't? No, I didn't. That's just a regular <laughs> hand movement for me. <laughs> I'm sorry. We should be laughing about this. This is sad. This this is mm. tragic. This is really bad. Okay. Yeah. Not a laughing matter. Take this out so we don't get canceled, please. Please. <laughs> um. Yeah, anyways, so I don't know if you remember that. Um, but it was after that, so we were all in the hallway talking about it. And there was this list that was going around. We have definitely mentioned this on the podcast. It was mm-hmm. that list of all the things that um, men could possibly do to be part of the 97% that we all know about. And we were we ended up talking about catcalling. And this one dude from our class was like, no, I think catcalling is actually a compliment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was shocking because it was someone who we knew that we conversed with every day. It's not like some rando on the street. It's literally a dude in our class. I think the best response I have to that is I started noticing cat calls when I was 12, which like, what is the purpose of a cat call to say like, Hey, you look good. Like, like it's sexual attention, essentially. And for someone who can drive a car, meaning they're at least 17, 18, to be saying that to someone who's 12, mm-hmm. it, like that. That is disgusting. Yeah. And they are a pedophile. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that was our story with catcalling. Um yeah. To be fair, he did say that it was only under certain situations, like, for example, when you're friends with someone. That was weird. <laughs> I know. And I'm, I might be forgetting this or, like, remembering this incorrectly, but I think he gave an example, like, oh, if, you're, if your friend was wearing some cute jeans and then you're like, mm, damn, sure, your ass is looking fun. <laughs> Don't like that. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, that's a compliment. Ew. How did I not remember that? <laughs> it was something along those lines. I don't think I'm remembering it 100% accurately. Anyways. I mean, catcalling does make just regular compliments, like, hard, really hard to take mm-hmm. from random men. Like, okay, for example, I was in Toronto one time, and this random guy was like have a great day and like from a woman I would have been like oh thanks like have a great day Mm -hmm. to you too Mm -hmm. but from a man like he was just telling me to have a great day but then I like overthought it and I was like wait what was that because of how I looked like was it a random man on the street yeah so okay let me add something or no Mm, I don't know if I'll outrightly say that's catcalling but it's definitely weird because I've heard that, okay, first of all, like, why would this man approach you if he didn't want to, um, you know what I mean? <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know how to umbrella word this. Like, does it have to be sexual? Like, I know, I know. But like, yeah. I just hate that because of my knowledge of catcalling being so prevalent, mm-hmm. inherently, I took that as catcalling and I like, did a double take and was kind of 
creeped out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Definitely creepy. But it didn't have to be. <laughs> but it was. I don't know. No, but I feel like if he was a normal man, why would he just, like, a normal stranger? No normal stranger just goes up to you and tells tells you to have a good day without wanting something in return. But, like, if a woman came up to you and said that? That would still be weird to me. Like, it, but I would... I would Maggie like, does not talk other. to strangers. Yeah, I don't think so. No, but okay, if you were a stranger, how do you pick and choose who you say have a good day to? Like that... Well, just like a random act of kindness, right? Yeah. It's well, hard, though, true. to say, like, I didn't think was he that. doing it to everyone or was it just you? And I mm-hmm. think that's kind of where, like, not all men, men comes in because, sure, there's lots of, like, great people that are catcalling and just... Mm-hmm generally being sort of harassing mm-hmm. but if our experience is that enough of them has then your interaction with every other man right. sort of becomes tainted by that so mm-hmm. to speak bias exactly and if that made you uncomfortable then he should not have been doing it if that makes sense yeah I, I just wish it was we lived in a world where I didn't have to be uncomfortable with that like no strings attached it was it, yeah. it is what it is but it's exactly. not even getting I was getting the mail today and I was also getting something from my car so I had two sets of keys and I was walking to the mailbox and right across from the mailbox was like a group of I don't know like five men some of them were like shirtless they were doing some construction thing on one of the houses and I like instinctively grabbed my keys tighter so like I could <gasps> stab someone if needed and yeah. I was just like this is sad. I should not have to do this because I am a child and I am walking on my street. And it's not that like they necessarily did something to make me uncomfortable. It's just that having grown up as a woman, I know that I am always like, there's always a risk, you know, of being physically harassed or verbally harassed or whatever. And like, I've trained myself so if I have keys in my hand to just like hold them really tightly, or I used to do it between my fingers, but I've been told that it's bad. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, that's that was just so sad to me. Yeah. Similarly to you, me, when I'm running just out in the neighborhood, whenever I see a man on the sidewalk, avoid eye contact, mm-hmm. run as fast as I can <laughs> past the dude. Right? I'm not yeah. taking no risks. And it's sad that there even is a risk. Yeah. We were talking to somebody the other, or I was talking to somebody about um, going to Europe in the future. And she said, when you're in Europe, like, don't look any men in the eyes at all. Because they're going to think that you, like, want something from them. So just don't look them in the eyes at all. Mm -hmm. And I took that. And that's what I just do now. Like Selena was saying, when I'm running, walking outside, I literally cross the road (laughs) when I can. Oh my god. That's why 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 do people have to do this to us? To women. Why do women have to feel this way? I hate that. It's so sad that like that's just the way it is and that's like the the status quo that we grew up under and that's I don't know. It's just so sad that we grew up with this mindset and that we have to take all these precautions, even when like the men that we've encountered haven't necessarily done anything to us. 
Okay. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. I know what I was going to say. So back to the whole not all men thing. I find that a really interesting topic to talk about because I remember when I was talking with a couple of my guy friends about this topic, um, about feminism, and we got to the whole not all men thing. And if my memory serves me correctly, I have a very distinct memory of them just keeps, and they just kept saying, but not all men, but not all men. And I was trying to explain to them, no, it is not all men, but the 97% is enough to make us scared of all men. And I just don't think they could wrap their head around that. It was just really frustrating. Yeah. What's your guys? Yeah. Weird because like we can say like not all men, but essentially all women have experienced some right like terrible men which means either there's enough of them for them to get to every woman or there's like one of them and he's just really efficient (laughs) just one dude just going (laughs) santa claus (laughs) you did not i'm sorry (laughs) oh my god Santa Claus of sexual sexual harassment <laughs> with all the elves. Oh, I mean, no. he has a lot of. <laughs> okay, okay, reel it in. <laughs> this is okay. This is not a take I was expecting today. <laughs> oh God. Good. Okay. Anyways, let's revert back. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think. I think a lot of men, no, I think most men don't think that they've ever, mm, let me put it this way. I think most men don't think that they belong to that mm, percentage of men. They, they think that they're part of the, not all men. They don't think they're part of all men. But the thing is, I think a lot of them are. For example, the dude who said, um, I think cat calling is a compliment under certain circumstances. That made me really uncomfortable. And I don't think he's ever raped anyone. I don't think he's ever physically harassed a woman. Um, So he probably thinks that he's not part of that percentage. So he's going to be like, not all men, not all men. But he was part of that percentage of men. So didn't he, he didn't physically harass you, but he, oh, you remember that? I literally blocked this out from my, like, after that, no, not even after that, but I've kind of just like ignored him. And he was like, hey, Maggie, I'm like, she she was completely ignoring him like like no eye contact just on my phone we were like waiting for class to start it's like oh hi maggie maggie why aren't you saying hi and i just like stood there like on my phone i was just like can we hear you there's a wall right here and this dude like walks to like two centimeters from my face and thankfully selena came up the stairs at that exact moment oh my god that made me really uncomfortable but technically speaking he did not physically harass me like, <laughs> like, he, he has touch. Exactly, exactly. But there's no physical contact. So he's that actually, sorry, keep going. Oh, no. So basically, he's probably like, like, I didn't do anything. That's, you know, it's whatever. But that made me uncomfortable. So, yeah. Were you going to say that is physical harassment or something like that? Yes, but also it reminds me of um, this clip that went around of like this guy who went in a in public and pretended to hit women and then when they turned around to like confront them about it he was pretending to brush something off on his leg or something 
I've seen things like that. Yeah. 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 Lawyers were like looking at the video and they established that it was actually like, I don't know if it was sexual harassment, but like since they had the intent to scare somebody like that, Mm -hmm. then they could actually press charges and these guys were just doing it as a joke, but it was actually like really bad. And he was doing this specifically to women? Yeah. Like pretending to slap them on the behind to but. exploit i don't even know how to umbrella word this like to get clout for it like i know posting videos about this like on tiktok or whatever i know like he's yeah. literally using Disgusting. these i don't know if these are even microaggressions like these are full-on aggressions <laughs> that <laughs> women experience for his own benefit to gain clout on whatever social media he's on that is embarrassing and sad you know what's also weird about that? It's kind of like, ha ha ha, look at this stupid lady thinking I'm going to sexually assault her. Mm. Like, but you looked like you were going to. So disturbing. Exactly. God. I just found it. There's this post I really liked on the Not All Men. I'm It's kind of long, but can I read it? Yeah, yeah. See, what you need to understand is that not all guys like are like that is never going to work because you're answering an entirely different conversation than what women are actually saying. You think women are saying every man is a predator and a danger to me. And you're replying, but I'm not like that. But women aren't saying that. They're saying there are too many situations where women have to worry about their safety. And you're saying that's not important. They're saying women are constantly told it's their fault if something bad happens. And you're saying, don't worry about it. They're saying too often women find their trust violated by men. And you're saying, but you should trust me. They're saying so many men have decided that what they want is more important than anything about a woman. And you're replying, I'm exactly like that. Wow. That was was very well said. Yeah. (laughs) I need a moment to just soak it all in. (laughs) I wish I could just have that on hand whenever someone says not all men to me. (laughs) <laughs> you just print like <laughs> business cards <laughs> Great <idea>. yeah <laughs> that was a, that was a really moment sad. of silence for the for the profoundness of that instant <laughs> for that uh, for that post you know what really bugs me we were in health class and we were talking about sexual assault and one guy literally the first question was like but what about the guys who get falsely accused mm-hmm nice mm-hmm Wait, like the health teacher asked the question? No, no, no. Like the health teacher was teaching and some guy in the class, the very first question, the first thing we talked about after the teacher like stopped the spiel or whatever the lecture was, oh yeah, but what about the guys that get falsely accused? Yep. Which feels a little besides the point. Mm -hmm. And even like, I would say the majority of rapes are done by men to women. Um, But the men who bring up I can't even phrase this correctly. Like, women raping men. Yes, that is definitely a problem. Like, yes. But the only time that I at least hear it, like, being addressed is when women are talking about women getting raped. And it's so gross that they're trying to steer the conversation away from that, back onto themselves. And, like, like, yes, it is an issue. It is a very prevalent issue. However... It's undermining the whole movement. And it's really only used as a rebuttal. Like, that's that's really the only... Um, cut out all these pauses, please. <laughs> like, that's the only circumstance under which I've heard it. If you were... If we were having a conversation and you brought up, oh, like, 
something about men being raped like like totally go ahead i'm like you know i'm totally interested to learn more and whatever but it's i don't know yeah it's like don't pretend you care about it if you're only going to use it as an argument slash defense Mm -hmm. plus i think majority of the men who are getting raped it's also by other men Mm -hmm. as well oh yeah the also a little bit i think um goes into the whole intersectionality thing with um like lgbtq Mm -hmm. because yeah hopefully i'm using intersectionality in in a correct manner okay got the nod from matt yes (laughs) i'm good but yeah that that was just another comment to bring up oh another thing okay what are your thoughts on women who support misogynists or slash don't support other women slash are misogynists oh yeah disgusting disgusting jail Uh -uh. (laughs) (laughs) uh-uh it's heartbreaking to see like I feel bad that they have to resort to that and create that environment for younger women growing up I I say like that growing up (laughs) yeah growing up like I don't get it Mm -hmm. I don't understand why that 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 could be really Sorry, that, that's a topic that I'd be actually really interested in getting to know why these women think this way. Mm-hmm. I think an assumption, I guess, that I've made since I haven't really experienced this personally or know any actual facts about this, but I would assume that their mindset is kind of a product of how they were raised and like their own environment. So I would think that they're, living in such like a patriarchal environment that they start to internalize all of these, I guess, like, let's just call them stereotypes. And then they hold such a firm belief on their mindset that they start to push that onto others. So for example, like, mm, like women should be housewives and stay in the kitchen and whatnot. Like if they, <laughs> it was eye roll. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> if they were brought up in that environment And if they were taught that, yes, that's what women should do, then they're going to start to believe that, you know? Yeah, that's a, that's a really good point to bring up. Also, it kind of reminds me of what we talked about in episode eight, um, about like those pick me Asians. Yeah. Oh my God. Wait, I was going to say they aren't necessarily like pick me girls, but I did see a TikTok of like a pick me girl that was like, oh yeah, like I don't support feminism, blah, 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 blah. And by saying, oh, like, I I don't support feminism, whatever, whatever, they say that to fit in with, quote, unquote, the boys. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, thank you. No, thank you. Wait, but, I, I just thought about that, just as you brought it up. Like, the pick-me girls, um, like, on TikTok, all the POVs are always, like, I don't hang out with girls because they're too mm-hmm. much drama. I right. only hang out with the boys, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. I... Why are these girls trying to get validation from men? I know. I do need to say one thing, though. Like, the pick-me girls that I was thinking about, and then, I guess, the women that I was describing previously, who, like, were internalizing all those stereotypes or whatever, I was thinking of them as, like, two different breeds. (laughs) Does that make sense? No, I get get where you're coming from. Yeah. Yeah. But both of them, like 
I don't like both of them undermine the entire feminist movement and they're it just sucks that they're not supporting people who are going through the same form of oppression as they are you know yeah I think it can be hard because women don't necessarily have to be feminists right even though it's a movement that ultimately is focused on making sure that they don't like have to be in the kitchen and face the stereotypes Mm -hmm. and whatnot that a lot of the time because you grow up in a patriarchal society it's easier to understand I know us as a group we grew up like online and like Mm -hmm. with very progressive thinking people so we kind of have the like you uplift other people we're not gonna do this victim blaming stuff Mm -hmm. already internalized but like even very historically women have also done just as much work oppressing women and keeping maintaining the status quo as men like Mm -hmm. it's not just a well men are in power so obviously right we're whoa Does your mind ever just like plot line? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Um, Another thing that I want to bring up, this is kind of going back to the whole um, men and feminism, that kind of relationship. Uh, What have you noticed about reactions from men? towards feminism when it's mentioned I know we've kind of touched on it a little bit but I don't know if you guys had any more thoughts about it yeah yeah for me um I've been trying to call people out more on things I don't agree with lately yes girl (laughs) nice nice um my family in particular when I ever bring up something about feminism and I you know (laughs) throw in some big girl words and you know <laughs> yeah you know um they kind of roll their eyes a little bit like oh you always do this why yeah. you really like same a feminism talk same and it bothers me because these issues are really important to me and I want to make I, I want to help them no that's not the right way your complex I don't want to say it like that um I'll say address these issues right and just express my opinion um no but yeah like even my brothers kind of roll their eyes now which I get big discussions to the table but it's also important for me to know that they um you know will be educated on these topics in the future Mm -hmm. I definitely agree I think that it's so common that I almost expect it that if I bring up the topic of feminism, that the men that I'm who I'm talking to are just gonna be like, oh, I don't wanna have this conversation right now, or like, oh, you're always talking about this. And my brother, especially, he thinks that I wanna start a fight with him. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, you're just saying that to make me angry or whatever. Jeez. Wow. Again. Even those individuals are part of the 97%. Mm-hmm. Just FYI. Yep. Yeah. But if we want to bring this over to the positive side a little bit, you know, those men who um, are actually willing to learn and educate themselves, mm-hmm. we stand. Mm-hmm. We up applaud you. Out. Even though that should be the bare minimum. Bare minimum. <laughs> <laughs> that so- should honestly be the expectation. But it's like, Oh my gosh, I saw a tick. I love how we keep referring to TikToks that we see. <laughs> There's so method of education. Oh gosh. Anyways, I saw a TikTok 
and it was a dude and he's crying but basically he was crying because one of his girlfriends was describing god <laughs> was describing a dude to him and she described him as respectful and oh. the dude who was making this tiktok was like that's sad because shouldn't you expect like all people to be respectful oh my god that's being respectful became like a personality trait or just like a trait that someone possessed that was so unique and so special like that's disgusting that like the majority of the population or i guess men are not quote-unquote respectful what have we come to what yeah. have we become ah that's such a good thing to bring up like i know i just applauded these men for being willing to educate themselves but in reality all men should be doing it regardless and i should not have to applaud you mm-hmm. but maybe it's like really selena and i work at kumon by the way so like when we tutor little kids and they like they write an A properly like, oh my God, good job, good job. Like a little praise uh-huh. might go a long way. So, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Comparing all men to like these little kids. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. Did, well, I know we've kind of touched on like the 97%, mm-hmm. but it statistics are weird mm-hmm. and 97 is not actually accurate. Mm-hmm. So the actual thing was, it was 86% of women aged 18 to 24 have been sexually harassed in public spaces. However, only 3% said they haven't, and 11% chose not to answer. Right. So 97 is probably a fair thing, but specifically for ages 18 to 24. Right. So... I was, I was about to say, so it's actually more, but then I was redid the math in my head. <laughs> That's not the case. Yeah. I mean, it could be more. Don't get me wrong. I just, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Also, I know like a lot of women are probably uncomfortable speaking up about these things. And so a lot of what they experience goes like untalked about, or I don't know if they experience like, physical harassment or something like they don't report that which you know like that's, they have their reasons to. that's why it really bugged me in health class when the first thing was that mm-hmm. I was like but what about people who are falsely accused because 35 percent of like sexual assault cases just straight up aren't reported mm-hmm. and then eight to ten percent of those reported are false but those rarely 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 result in any jail time or like anything right they just figure out it's false and then you're good mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to say to any woman, if you're listening to this and you have felt maybe uncomfortable to speak about this topic or bring it up, just do it. Just do it and normalize it for yourself so you can feel comfortable talking about it because this is such an important topic to be talked about. And we believe in you and we support you and you're great, <laughs> which is why you should talk about it because- Maybe if the more we talk about it, the more men will be more aware. Um, What else? Is there any, I feel like there's a lot of other things that we haven't touched on yet. What do you guys? I kind of wanted to segue into a different topic that I'm quite passionate about. Shawar. 
So I'm sure we've all clicked on some workout YouTube videos lately in quarantine, just for funsies. Um, <laughs> and I know I try to keep in shape. And every time that I'm looking for workouts to do, the ones that are advertised for women are always like, do this to get a big butt and a small waist. Yep. And it frustrates me so much that these women are out here making workout videos for young girls, targeting young girls and saying, you know, like do this to get this hourglass body type. Mm-hmm. What? why is that the workout video why can't it be do this to get stronger yeah do this to work on your push-ups I don't know whatever it is it just angers me so much that that's what I see when I first look up workout videos on YouTube it just totally agree um but Okay, I don't want to defend them, but I just want to open up another perspective yes, that a lot of influencers, they do this because they know that's what will that's what'll get views. And that's low-key the reality of the situation, although it's so unfair. Mm-hmm. I think that's what I would say about it. Yeah. I think throughout history, men have obviously had such a big influence over society in general and media. And I think a byproduct of that is that so many people and a lot of people online, especially, do things to cater to the male gaze, which is why so many of these things. And even aside from workout videos, like a lot of, I, I don't know, like nutritional things are marketed to like eat this or drink this to get a slimmer waist or something like this and I think that is possibly a byproduct of all these men being in positions of power and having the ability to kind of control what we see and control how things are marketed and that's also really upsetting I think it's also Eurocentric as well is it not because um I think in different parts of the world like different body types are idolized and the that's another thing that I was literally going to bring up. So, oh, yeah. and how it's like, obviously in, um, like in different parts of the world, like Ava said, different body types are the beauty standard, mm-hmm. but also it changes over time as well. So I was just going to bring it up. Thing. Yes. Yeah. Like, like I remember when we were little telling someone that they had a big butt was an insult. Like, do you remember on the playground, someone be like, you have such a big butt, ew, or something like that. But <laughs> now it's what people want. Yeah. And that's just like body trends. I mean, oh my God, body shapes are becoming trends. And that is gross. Like, mm-mm. very much so. Um, it's just, this is something that I, I don't think about it a lot, but it does cross my mind. Like it's crossed my mind more than once that, so I'm in, Asian person, East Asian, which means that I'm not naturally going to have a really big butt or really big, uh, actually, I wouldn't even say that. It's just, um, this is very, very general. Like there are mm-hmm. Asian women who do have big butts, who are born with big butts. But I think for the most part, a lot of East Asian women don't. And I'm just thinking, um, obviously, just for reference, I do not have a big butt. So <laughs> if... So in this Western culture in Canada, where I grew up, I, my body type is not the beauty standard, but I was thinking, what if I grew up in China 
would my body be the beauty standard there? But that also brings in the question, why should I try to fit into the beauty standard, you know, mm-hmm. with what Matthew was saying earlier about why do things have to be beautiful, you know? But yeah, <laughs> that's just a really, that's a thought that comes in my head. I think I've started or ended every thought with like, that's so upsetting or that's so sad, but it literally is so sad how we have to, or how we measure our physical value by the standards that are set upon us by like the society that we live in. Yeah. Hmm. That's a no. That's just, uh, and it's so just, no, yeah, it is. Uh, uh, that's so frustrating. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. We've Matt's had a pretty depressing oh, conversation so far. <laughs> I know. Okay. You know what? I actually did add a, a positive okay. spin on it. Let's talk about powerful women that we know love it that are up on the big screens or not up on the big screens that are everywhere go someone say someone jeez is it bad that no one is coming to mind immediately (laughs) seriously i made a list i did hold on yeah let me let me think what you know emma watson oh queen i mean i didn't put her on my list i forgot i didn't forget about her but yeah um okay someone who i would say um aoc alexandria ocasio cortez i was literally thinking of only like actresses because selena prompted it with like on the screen oh sorry (laughs) yeah so for those of you who don't know she's the congressman for that's from her bio congressman congresswoman oh sorry congresswoman for um ny-14 colon bronx in queens Queensis. I don't know what that means, but <clears throat> she's a congresswoman <laughs> in the U.S. and she's so cool. She's so cool. Ruthless. Oh, Ava and Mattia, what do you guys? I'm mm. just looking up her name because I only know the character she plays. The character she plays. Yeah, because she's <laughs> not talking about AOC. Show. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, for me, I would say. Um, the VP, Kamala Harris. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, Michelle Obama. Oh, I was going to say Michelle Obama. <laughs> Megan Markle. Megan, yes. Oh, Megan. <laughs> Megan. Selena, why did you just say it like that? It sounded like <laughs> Megan the <Thee> Stallion. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, Megan the Stallion, too. Queen. <laughs> Jamila Jamil, that's her name. Oh. And I might be butchering that. Yeah. Wait, I've never heard from- of her. I know her from The Good Place. Yeah, that's where I know her from, yeah. too. Oh. She's really cool. Also, Lizzo. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, Lizzo is so fit. Like, she works out really, really good and, like, eats super she healthy. Eats so healthy. Like, she's probably healthier than I am, honestly. <laughs> for real. <laughs> so good for Lizzo. Yeah. Lizzo. I'm so glad she blew up like she did. Mm-hmm. You know? Like she deserves the success that has yeah. come to her. Um, someone else who I would say, Olivia Rodrigo. Mm-hmm. Not only because I like her music, but she's literally the first artist in history to chart three concurrent songs in the top ten from a first album. Oh god, I will <laughs> literally keep saying this till the day I die. But I just want to put it out there, not to toot my own horn. I have been an Olivia Rodrigo stan for so long, way before she came out with driver's license. Sorry, I just I have oh, really 
I yes. I didn't even know that. Wow. I literally I've told you this, man. I listened <laughs> to driver's license then the night it came out, 12 a.m. in the morning. And then I watched the music video, I listened to it on Spotify, so then I'd gain her one more play. <laughs> yes, anyways. Anyways, yeah, we love her. Another person, Miss Billie Eilish. Oh, love her. Seven Grammys, and she's like, what, nine? Taylor Swift, how do we forget about her? Taylor, yeah, I feel like um, I've heard a lot of people say that they think that she's very um, privileged, which she is because she's white. Mm-hmm. But also, like they say, they think she's very, uh, I don't know, like, what's the word? It's um, like very pretentious, kind of. But oh, she's really? a very strong advocator for women's rights and LGBTQ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Something else that I've heard people say about her and Olivia Rodrigo is that they write too many songs about men and everything about their life is centered about men. But I think this is Olivia's response. That, like, that's what she's lived through. That's what she's experienced. And, like... Why should she be put down for writing about what she wants to write about? Like, just because her songs are written about the men in her life. Oh my God, what? The men in her life, singular. <laughs> um, like, the media should not have to have an opinion on that. And yeah. Like, she said something really funny. I can't remember what it was. Like, like, did you want me to write about my tax return or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you can't put these standards on women, you know? can't agreed. tell them what to write about and then shame them for it. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. Taylor Swift got asked the same question, actually. And mm. her response was, well, One Direction is writing about all of their exes. Right? And, you know, girlfriends. And why are they not getting mm-hmm. shamed for that? Mm-hmm. Agreed. And a lot of it, um, I, I won't say a lot of it, but some of the songs that they write, it's not necessarily about them. It's not about the men. It's about the feelings. Right. And the emotions that the men just happen to be involved in. Yeah. You know, like the song is not, or not all songs are about the man, the man in mm-hmm. question, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Matty, I wanted to hear the rest of your list. I mean, the people that first come to mind are probably less notable, but like I have a long list of like female mentors in my life, like my mother, or teachers, or. Mm-hmm. other women that I've met along the way my mother's friends a lot of them that are have been hugely influential and wonderful wow love that That's sweet. do you guys have any more people because I do <laughs> go ahead with your list oh uh Ashley Graham love Ashley Graham yeah, yeah. amazing Maggie I can't believe you did not think of this person Jacinda Ardern that is so embarrassing for me because I look up to her so much. Yeah. <laughs> I, oh my God. L- literally the only reason I put her on the list is because you were obsessed with her. Yep. She if you guys don't know, she's the prime minister of New Zealand. Of course. Yes. Wow. Yes. She's amazing. And look how New Zealand, look how well New Zealand is doing with COVID. Oh, right? No. Prime example of why women should rule the world. Um, Angelina Jolie. Mm-hmm humanitarian amazing actress um okay this girl i don't know if you guys have seen the video but it's a video of um this girl who's the valedictorian and she switches out her speech for one about abortion rights in texas she was so her sweet. name is yeah her name is paxton smith mm-hmm. i found that one really cool mm-hmm. that one was so like i can't think of the right adjective to describe it but I think she was so brave for speaking up because she, like, her high school was in Texas, mm-hmm. where, um, 
let's just say they're very much right-wing and conservative and like that was such a prevalent issue or i mean it is like they just passed that um whole abortion thing and her like having the courage to just speak up in the crowd where i would assume that like most of the people there probably were like republican you know like that's scary yeah and i'm glad that she got like support from all her peers and like people applauded her it when we're talking about like abortion rights and things mm-hmm. it literally boggles my mind to think that if i was in any other like <laughs> any other parts of the world mm-hmm. that i wouldn't have access to that kind of healthcare. right like i it literally i can't even get it through my brain but that's something that I would have to think about all the time and be aware of. I know. I think abortion is one of my favorite things to um, go, like if I see an Instagram post about abortion, you know I'm going right to that comment section. <laughs> like, oh, it's so fun. I love it because I know I'm right. And I could literally argue my way out of anything that they say because they're wrong. I'm right. <laughs> Period. <That's sad. laughs> Matthew, I have no idea why you would have thought Maggie is intimidating ever. <laughs> just arguing with everyone an angel what are you talking about i'm so nice oh god it's literally just the first impression too like after <laughs> i had like one conversation i was fine but just like having not talked to her i was like i don't know oh god <laughs> oh my god for sure no i okay i don't know do you guys think maggie has an rbf because i i think she kind of does yeah but what? Selena took a picture of me in a Zoom meeting while, while we were at work. And oh my God, my face. I was just like, I can't even do it right now. It was it was so me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, <laughs> in the chat. Oh my God. Yeah. Anyways, I think, and I feel like it's like once you talk to her, I think it's fine but even like your very first conversation with her, she's not like immediately super bubbly. You know what I mean? So you're. It's but, a, but is that the standard for women to be? Super bubbly? <laughs> oh, bring back to the conversation. <sighs> yeah. I, well, that's not a, that's not what I was trying to say. But like, I know, I know. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay, just to clarify, guys, I was going to say uh, that's why she's intimidating because she's not immediately bubbly. <laughs> that was my point. Gary. Yeah anyways um i googled so i could my brain could be stimulated and i don't know if you guys remember her oh shoot might not we studied um, i want to say one of her ted talks in lang and lit her name is oh my god i'm gonna butcher this chimamanda adichie i remember like my teacher only referred to her by her last name so i think i pronounced her last name right but she was really cool I remember her name, but I don't remember her. Care to elaborate? Mm, I'd rather not because I don't remember either. (laughs) No, just kidding. She's from Nigeria and she was an author. And wait, she's well known for her TED talk entitled, We Should All Be Feminists. I need to go watch that. We can post that on our story. She argues for a feminist ideology based on inclusion and diversity. And as the title implies, implores us all to be feminists. Very cool. Very cool. Very cool of her. Love that. Love it. All right. So just to wrap this up, what would you say as an overall message to any men who are listening right now? Wait, now I need to add something. 
<laughs> the way Selena phrased that. Okay. Feminism is not women against men. I think a lot of people, this is something else that I actually now want to talk about, which I don't know if we have time for, but I'm just going to say anyways. Go for it. Go for I think a lot of people have a huge misconception about feminism and how feminism, like we want women to be better than men. We want, we want to rise above them or whatever, you know, we want to have more power over them. That is not true. And even things like the stuff that I've been seeing on feminist pages, like, oh, you don't have to shave your like body hair. You don't have to um, oh my, stay sorry. at home mom or whatever. Like if you want to, or like, like if you, if you, sorry, let me, I, my brain, I'm not even kidding. Like it's the heat. It's like, we just blame it on all these facts. The vaccine. <laughs> yeah. Pfizer's messing with you. Freaking Pfizer. God. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> like, if you don't want to shave your body hair, don't. If you want to, do. If you do want to wear a bra, go ahead, do it. If you don't want to, don't do it. Feminism is fighting for the option for us to be able to do what we want. Like, I feel like especially since a lot of feminism that at least I'm seeing is based off of social media and like, yes, they're posting about all these inspirational things, but I think it's also creating like a narrative that's not necessarily true to what, I mean, again, like it's kind of subjective now, but at least what I think feminism is like, I don't think women are better than men. I don't think people should, like everyone needs to stop shaving or needs to stop wearing bras or needs to I don't know like not be a stay-at-home mother like you can do that if you want but we also want the option for people who do want to do those things to who do want to do those things to do those things outstanding to bow thank you very much (laughs) even though my brain froze for a little bit in there (laughs) no yeah I totally agree sorry this is something that I totally forgot about the whole the whole shaving thing in growing hair normalize it i'm so like uh, why i, I mean, was listening to you. Yeah. Oh, no. sorry 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 keep going <laughs> oh I was, <laughs> I was just gonna say um as an individual who does grow a lot of hair and whose hair is very thick it's so irritating and i was actually listening to this other podcast um by two women and they were complaining about having to shave so often like they were saying, oh, I have to shave like twice a day because my hair just grows in so fast mm-hmm. at this point. And if they, if they, like Maggie was saying, if they want to shave twice a day, then they can go for it. But they shouldn't be expected to. Exactly. It's like, if I don't want to shave, then just let me not shave and not make me feel weird for it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, let's just normalize it, please. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's so easy to say, normalize this, normalize that. Like, right. but at the same time, would I be comfortable going like to the beach or something with hairy armpits? Like if yeah. I'm actually asking myself, the answer is probably no. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, of course I want that to be normalized, but at the same time, I'm not comfortable. So like, how do we, how do Right. <laughs> it's hard. hard. It's very hard. It's like, even if you want to be the change that you want, it's, oh, that was so inspirational. Be the change you want to see in the world. I think that's actually a quote. Anyways, <laughs> even if you want to do that, like, like there are limits to how comfortable you are with things like that. And even if that's the change that you do want to see, it's really hard to 
go out and do that yourself. Why does patriarchy have to do these things to us? Like, what was the reason? God. What was the reason? I wanted to sell more razors. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not kidding. The razors should all go down. So they started a massive marketing campaign to paint female body hair as unhygienic so that women would shave their legs and their armpits. Thanks a lot, Gillette. Thanks a lot. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So this was all a ploy for money. As is everything. So really, these men are the gold diggers. Mm. Oh, oh, tables. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. Uh, that's, that's a whole other thing to go on. Like how women are always the gold diggers. I think we, this episode was getting so long. As a last uh, comment, again, what would you say as an overall message to any men who are listening? Listen, please. <laughs> Just one Just word. Listen. Reflect. Two words. <laughs> Magic here to add a third. <laughs> I might say more than two words. I think, like, we talk about a lot of problems, and I think even with feminism, uh, even though we've come a long way, and feminism is almost the default at this point, which is great, at least in our sphere. It feels big and not particularly happy a lot of the time, and like angry. So if mm-hmm. men just know that it's not coming from a place of like, I hate you, but a place of, I really do want change. And I'm happy if you are willing to engage with this change and help make a better world with us. So it's more of an invitation to come learn and less of a, you suck, please improve yourself. I hate you. Love it. (laughs) I love that with my whole heart. That was so well put. Damn, you're so well-spoken. I know. It's, I think so much. It's so annoying. It's like a never ending. (laughs) Overthinking. (laughs) Oh gosh. Okay. I think that we will wrap up this episode. Please. I hope you got any men, especially, I hope you guys have taken the time to listen to this to the end, because this is such an important topic that we all need to educate ourselves on, but Follow our social media, please, <laughs> on Instagram <laughs> at the Teen Table Talks. And that's about it. See you next time. Bye, Bye guys.